Hey, what's going on, everybody? Jesse here from Flyers Alley. I want to talk to you guys about Anchor. It's a great podcast app. We use it for Flyers Alley. Basically, all you do is download the app, create a profile, and it's pretty self-explanatory. You record, you uh, publish it, and I believe within minutes, you're on your favorite podcast apps, such as Spotify, Google Podcasts, you know, the works. So, if you guys want to create your own podcast, the best way to go is Anchor Apps. We use it in the alley. You guys should too. That kind of a series. Face off one. It's all over. The Flyers have won the second in a row. The Flyers have won their second consecutive Stanley Cup. and drops it off for the carry on by Claude Giroux. Giroux holding, gets around in front. Playing cross ice, boxes to Hayes. Hayes to the back end, and he scores! Hayes back end, forehand! Hey, what's going on, everybody? Jesse here from Flyers Alley. Along with me is Wade Aruska Jr. What's going on, brother? How you doing? What's up? <laughs> What's up with that intro? <laughs> <laughs> <Out of> breath. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, gasping for air there for a minute. I just ate a bunch of pasta, so I'm like struggling right now. <laughs> okay, that makes sense. I guess that's my excuse. I don't know. Um, episode three of. Flyers Alley or four. I'm not really sure which one it is. But yeah, we got a pretty good show lined up for you guys. We are going to have on from the Moore show and I believe his podcast is The Eagle's Nest. We're gonna bring him on now and let him talk about that. Send an invite now. He should be in, in a second. <laughs> Plus, we have a bunch to talk about. Hey, what's going on, Eric? How you doing? Doing good. How about you? How are you guys doing today? What's going on, Eric? Yo, what's up? How are things? How are things? Uh, all right. Just been very busy doing the uh, doing my own uh, my show right now. I'm just sitting here watching the Minnesota and Sharks game right now. Okay, well, I, I glanced at that for a second. Um, we got a pretty. I think we have a lot to talk about, considering there were what three or four games that came on uh, over this week. So, um, before we get into that, I'd like to do our, our ad for Body Check Wellness. It's uh, Robbie Cote's company. He's now sponsoring Flyers Alley, which is cool. They, uh, your premium hemp-derived CBD oils, your functional mushroom blends. It's organically grown with a third-party lab tested, and it's grown in the United States. You guys, they're also, he's also the co-host of uh, Nasty Knuckles, which is pretty cool. So, I mean, you guys go, when you order any of your things, go to your promo code at Flyers Alley for your discount. And that's that. So, Eric, why don't you, uh, before we get into the little Flyers talk, why don't you guys, uh, why don't you talk about the uh, Moore Show? That's probably what it's about. Well, the Moore Show hockey talk is pretty much it's it's pretty much almost like what you guys are doing, but it's only me. 
I'm giving my advice with the hockey talk and everything else. I go talk about hockey. It's nothing but it's the Flyers, and I talk about their rumors, the things that are going on, which which I'm hearing a lot of things. And one thing for sure is that I'm going to be dropping some some th- simple things on there sooner or later. Hopefully, you guys can get a chance to listen to it because I'll be dropping like different questions, airs, different kind of things just to mix it up. I'm trying to get the right touch to it, but hopefully things start getting melted down and where that actually starts blending in very comfortably at some point. Cool. Cool. Um, and I guess you got, you got the Eagles nest as well. So I guess that's just an all around Philly sports deal or is that just the Eagles or. Um, right now it's at all kind of Eagle sports, but, um, it's been kind of hard to try and do all sports at once because you, you see, you, you see what I, I try to do before with past shows that I tried to do with doing all sports and I kind of couldn't, we couldn't really work it out. It was a lot of work and all, and you see, you see the struggles, but it's right now it's all sports. We're doing pretty decently, but we're mainly on every podcast you can find us on. Apple, I'm not sure yet. I tried to put a contract in with them, but right now I'm getting no answers from Apple, unfortunately. That it's it's a, it's a tough 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 gig out there, especially if you, oh, yeah. you know, the, the more show. I mean, I mean, I, we always try to help out everybody. We drop the name and we drop the Eagles mess whenever we're talking about like Eagles and such, which is rare. But I mean, we try to help out as much as we can. But um. Yeah, it's a tough thing uh, doing the more show by yourself. Uh, I give you props for that. Oh yeah, and it's pretty much I. Do, it's like mind you, I even say it, I say it on the show during it's like I tell them like, hey, I'm in the car doing this, going to a location, to my next location. It's I'm pretty much telling you everything what I'm doing in the show. So it's almost it's almost like a documentary, but it's literally the truth. It's me in a car or me at work on my lunch. <laughs> Yeah, I thought I thought about maybe I was gonna do an ad for for um, anchor at work, and then realized that that wasn't gonna work at all. <laughs> well, uh, well, you gotta think. <laughs> right. Um, like, you gotta think too. Like, you you have a train going by, and all of a sudden you be sitting there going, "Oh, wait, I gotta redo that." Oh <laughs> uh, yeah, yeah, one hundred percent. Um, all right, so we could get. I guess we could get into you know the talks of the week. Uh, we have a little bit of a delay going on. Uh, obviously, we don't hear it now, but uh, we're going to try with that. So we're going to just do a little circle type deal. So have everybody talk on their own, and then we'll just see how it works. So let's talk about uh, was the first game of the week. Obviously, I believe that it was Buffalo. Uh, or you could talk about both Buffalo games, obviously. Uh, Wade, we'll go to you to see what you think, see what's going on. Um, <clears throat> I saw a couple of things more or less on the negative side during the, the Buffalo series. It's just, uh, again, with the defense, you know, we're still trying to, I guess, get the uh, – get the groove back with with mixing some things around with you know what uh matt niska didn't gone so they're just they're just trying some new things out they i see they put prove and uh uh Han, uh sanheim back together which which you know kind of looked like our best you know deep airing out there you know gus you know he's he's still new with our system you could tell he just wants to just just jump up on the play more, which is good. But got to have a solid guy back there. Braun just looks lost half the time. He's the worst. I mean, Hag Hag still looks looks solid, like a shutdown defenseman. He got beat a couple of times, you know, with them going around him. But uh, this year it seems like they're being real finicky on the calls. You can't really rough up anybody, it seems like, without getting a – I think I've seen uh, Kubel being called for some slashes that weren't even that bad. They were just your typical, you know, stick on – well, stick on stick, stick on glove, maybe your backside. And, you know, he was getting called with some, with some weird – Little different calls these days with the slashing. I like, I like the, the use of the word finicky. It's a I feel like it's a nice way of putting it. <laughs> um, 
Yeah, because there are some games they uh, they're you know almost like ripping each other's heads off up against the boards and no calls. Um, and there's a call that was two calls that I saw that was missed on uh, last night's game, but I'll wait until we we talk about that. But. Yeah, I can agree with most of most of that. Uh, there are definitely some calls. Uh, they're, they're, I don't know. It's it's hard to say that yeah, they're they're calling it. They're being biased. It kind of seems like it is. They're calling what they want, and yeah, you know, we'll do something to get called for it. And then they'll do something to not get called for it. It's 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 kind of rough out there. Yeah, I, I, I honestly, like you said, that the Boston series. When we get to that, there's there's a lot of shit going on there. Um. Yeah, I guess Eric. What do you what do you your thoughts on the Buffalo series? By series, then it's easier that way. With the the Buffalo series, I, it was kind. I kind of had some ups and downs with the first with their with the first game when they uh, from from the beginning because it looks like Hart like he he it seemed like he wasn't really in the game when how he was playing it. He's like he looks like he was overconfident. A lot of the team players were overconfident, thinking that they can blow through this Buffalo team. And I was like, I'll be honest, I actually thought we were going to sweep the series. I thought we could have swept them where we would have been 4-0, but it's hockey. Anything can happen. I think they, like, like same thing with Wade said, like, they missed a lot of calls. They were, plus, I think, I think, Hart, I, like I said, I think with Hart, I think he, I think he was the main issue, but defense wasn't really line, lining up correctly. Like, they usually, like, they did in the first two games against, against the Penguins, where they showed who was the dominant team. And I think they, they need – they picked themselves back up in the next game when they won it, when they won it with Elliott in the net, which they finally got themselves together, even with the stats, even shows different with their stats when they played that game. But I still think that they still need some fixing. And I will go – when we get into the Buff-Boston games, like, like you guys said, there's a lot they need to get fixed with that. It's, it's really sad. Yeah, I mean, it's – uh. I'll be the first person to say I, I fucked that up. I thought, it, like like I said, like you said, actually, that it was going to be a sweep. I thought we were going to sweep them. Uh, but at the same time, you know, um, Carter Hutton was was phenomenal. And, uh, you know, I thought he was going to be kind of a pushover. And uh, it was kind of forgotten that they had um, Eichel and Hall. You know, they, they really don't have too many other people on that team, but the fact that they have those two, uh, that either we were looking really bad or they, they actually were really good. Um, I think it's going to be an issue between Hart and Elliot this season who's going to actually be starter because, I mean, Hart is clearly frustrated. Like like we all said, we'll talk about that when we get to the Boston series. But, uh, yeah, it's definitely uh, definitely some weird hockey going on with the, with the Flyers right now. So, anyone else have anything they would like to add before I move on to the Boston series? Um, how about was... the fact that we kind of shut Taylor Hall down to, I think, maybe a three shots between the two games? Well, I mean, you, 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 can, you can do that to him, but, I mean, you know, we weren't, you know, I think we maybe were focused a little bit more on, on Hall because, you know, he's the new guy on the team and such. But, uh, you know, Eichel was all over the place. Yeah, they. I mean, he gets in those spots like that, you know. Like even with Hall, like Hall actually, we actually got Hall with only six, with eight shots in both games, and Eichel, I got about at least about seven shots in that game in both games. Right. Yeah, I mean they're 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 definitely deadly together. So, I mean, there's and with with like I said, a lot of a lot of the talk is going to be with the Boston series, but you know it's it, it is <laughs> it, it's after it, what's it game six after game six whatever it is. It's it's still so early in the se- in the season right now. I know the season's shortened, but you know, mm-hmm. people were jumping ship. <laughs> I guess it's it's, it's kind of sad, but you know, it's Philly. Yeah, definitely. Like like I heard like a lot of people. Like I spoke to people from uh, where I work at, and they even said it's like it doesn't it. It's like this Flyers don't seem like they're. It's like this team's already sucking. It's like I'm already done. Trade hard. I'm like. 
why trade him? It's early. It's like it's we like yes, we understand it's it's going to be like a playoff run, but like give them a chance. Like they're they haven't had really a preseason game, so it's like we don't know how well this team's going to play right off the bat. I, th- I think Wade actually brought that up. Uh, I think last episode or one of the episodes that a lot of these issues are are because of no preseason. Yeah, it definitely is. Like, nobody – like, goalies, they like to get in their mindset. They like to get in the groove early. Almost any any player these days, but mainly goalies, as soon as you get in that groove, you know, it's – you just get that mindset, okay, you know, I got to work on my, you know, post-to-post fucking slide or my vision, you know, with that going down low, looking looking around the corners of the, of the players in front of you. And it just really seems – I mean, I'll, I'll start it now with the – this will date into going into Boston with Carter Hart back to three straight games with having four plus goals, which is really unheard of because normally mm-hmm. he does a good bounce back games usually, and clearly it didn't work out in our favor with the Boston. Right, and I guess I guess yeah, the Boston series was an absolute travesty. <laughs> um. They just they it, it could have went worse. You know, we could have had more injuries, but the injuries that we did have were just again on the defense or on their prospect or rookies. Yeah, I mean the, the like, goals that were let in by Hart were. At, uh, I think the one, a couple of them were like okay, but like a lot of them were garbage. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he should have had that second goal that Marshawn just put it up over his glove side. He should have had. Yeah. That. Because a lot of the shots were really tricked either, too. If you look at it, how they push through. Well, I mean, they're pushing. They're, they're forcing. They're, they're pushing towards the net, and you know, the the uh, their are starting to get in, in the habit of you know not doing that. <laughs> I mean, they're just uh, and they're not hitting, you know, because they're afraid that they're going to get a penalty. And you know, it's not. It's not a. It's not like a coincidence that you know they're afraid of doing that. Um, they just they, if they do something like Wade was saying, if Aku Bell does anything slightly, well, I said it the other night. They're they're definitely targeting Aku Bell because he's an easy target. So I mean, yeah, they just uh, if the Flyers do anything, they know it and they won't finish hits until they're like frustrated. So I mean, the series was shit. <laughs> you saw that with Friedman, the. I think he's wearing number three this year. At the yeah. he gets tri- he gets tripped up huge right in front of two fucking refs. It plays like obviously in our zone because he's a defenseman, and nothing called. Not even like a minute later, he I think they called him on roughing. On sp- he gives a guy like another shot back, and it's they call that, and that right there irritates me. Yeah, you can call it because he's a rookie and. He gave, I think it was Barshawn, a little shot, and he's a veteran. But if if you watch a dude's legs get fucking taken out from underneath of him, going behind the net, and you don't call that, and then you call that little, I don't even call that roughing. It just it just pisses me off. It's the same thing with the slashing calls that they've been doing lately. Like all you have to do is just gently touch the touch the gloves, and all of a sudden it's like slashing done. You're going to the box. Yeah. Yeah, there's way too many penalties being called. I'll tell you that right now against the Flyers, and it sucks. But because it, it's you know, I don't I don't like to be the whiny. You know, oh they're they're calling the game, they're being biased. But I mean, it's kind of hard to not say that right now, and it's so early in the season. The uh, yeah, you know, there there needs to be some kind of sense of you know uh, of accountability when it comes to these refs because it's like this is get, it's getting I, I feel I believe it's getting ridiculous. So. And then they, you know, they give Definitely. them, they give them a power play, and I mean, they they can't set it up any. I mean, they're they're not even trying to hide it. It feels like that, you know, we score, and they get a, you know, and then even when we were down, what was it last night's game? It was fucking five or whatever it was, and they were up, and and then they give us two fucking penalties in a row, just to like, you know, put mm-hmm. put the fork in us. Like, come the fuck on, dude, are you serious? Like, if they were down. And it was us six to one. They would have fucking not given them shit because they would have tried to help them win the game. And I don't care who hears it. That's that's fucking happening. That is definitely happening right now. So I mean, it's gonna be a tough fucking road for the Flyers. 
throughout this rest of the season is going to be tough. It's going to be, it's like uh, you said, it's going to be tough, but I don't think it's going to be a lot tougher once they go back up against the rest of the rivals with New York, both New York teams, even with the Islanders. And that's where it's going to be the test with all of us to see how they play against the Islanders. Yeah. I mean, that's coming up. So I mean, we got, we got, what was it? The devil's next. And then the Islanders on the weekend. So, I mean, you mm-hmm. know, and for everybody that's, you know, jumping ship right now, if you were actually knowledgeable of the game and actually knew what the fuck was going on right now, you'd realize that, you know, we're missing Myers and we're missing Couturier. And, you know, I think Frost is, he's on the IR. And, you know, Ghost is, he's cleared uh, protocol, so he'll be back. So, I mean, you know, when they come back, we'll get back to normal. <laughs> it's not, it, this is not going to be a forever issue. I, I just don't, it's just not going to be like that. It'll be, it'll work itself out. Definitely, definitely. Like I was wondering, I asked that in the first season of the game, like where was Ghost? It's like I didn't realize that he was not even on the ice. Yeah, he. I think he got COVID and he just cleared protocol. And he he's gonna. I think he's gonna play tomorrow or Tuesday, whenever it is, against the uh, the Devils. So, gotcha. Um. So Eric, you were mentioning you got you got you got any any. Topics for us and such. I thought you said you had some going on. Um, I actually got some. I got a little bit of the NHL rumors. Do you remember the trade that was going on with the uh, I went down with Columbus and uh, the Jets? Yeah, that steal. Yeah. Well, I actually was able to get a hold of somebody. I'm not. I can't say any names, but they actually were able to tell me that. Philadelphia wasn't considered as one of the guys who were he was supposed to come here, but I didn't like the deal. I'd like the deal they were trying to give out for that. They were supposed to give us they were supposed to give away Patrick, another another name player, and then a draft pick over to them. And but they never said what draft pick because they said it was either going to be the first or second draft pick going to the Jets. And as we get lane, so so you're saying Patrick uh, uh, another. And a draft mm-hmm. pick for Wine. Yes. That's fucking nonsense. <laughs> I don't even think he's worth that. Yeah. No. And what like for him for I would I'd rather give up and like maybe a note like a guy that maybe like a no like a guy where it's like he's end of his in his prime, but like not at the end like near his end. For him instead, because Lenny, he's good, but he's not what he was when he first started in the in the NHL. Wait, you got to chime in here. <laughs> <That's>... <laughs> oh, I right. know you're well, probably licking your chops right now because this is. <laughs> I, yeah, I was waiting, <laughs> waiting for my turn. <laughs> you gotta look at it this way: he's the number two overall in. 2016 draft and he was already a 30 plus goal scorer at the age of 22 I believe he's turning 22 this year or he's turning 23 this year and the only thing that would have sucked if we did that trade is uh, Patrick is still a question mark because of his migraine issue this year he looks good He's he's definitely getting it back into his physical shape. His fucking his wrist shot is still unbelievable. Agreed. Which I'm surprised with with that as much time as he was off, he still has that shot. Now with that said, if the trade was Nolan Patrick, it would probably be Morgan Frost and a draft pick. Because if you're the Jets you know, you got the hot commodity right now. Well, they did have the hot commodity. Why not ask for, you know, top-notch shit? So, I, if, if I was the Jets, that would have been my offer. I would want Nolan Patrick only because his plus side is probably higher than uh, Lane. But uh, also, then you would have another up-and-comer either center winger and Morgan Frost. And then of course you're going to want a number one draft pick because why not? You know, you're, you're sitting there and mediocre just outside of the playoff run. So Mm -hmm. 
you're going to still need some more tools to to get a, to get I, in. I feel like the I feel like the problem with the Jets isn't getting rid of one. <laughs> yeah, you know, it's, no. it's, and <laughs> I mean, not. if 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 you're gonna <laughs> if you're gonna get rid of you're getting rid of your number one star player, which uh, to to be honest with you, yeah. me personally, I think he's fucking over overrated. Because I mean, your star player can only be your star player for so long when you guys aren't doing shit. Now you get if if and if the, if that was an accurate trade, if the, if it wasn't a if that was an actual trade rumor, I'll, I'll put it that way. And you're getting Patrick uh, first or second round draft pick, and we'll say Morgan Frost. I mean, they're making out in that fucking deal. We're we're dealing with damaged goods. So like the only the, the only mm-hmm. plus side of that would be for us is getting rid of Patrick if we could pr- prove that he's going to end up being a liability with his migraines. Um, we're getting Wine from fucking the Jets. What's the issue with him? Why are you getting rid of him besides money? Like, he would be the guy that you would expect them to want to keep, and they're not. You have an entire team of, of almost nobodies. He, he, wanted to, <laughs> he wanted to be on the number one lineup, and the coach there didn't want to put him there. So, I mean, he put up 30-plus goals with the Jets. You put him on a line with Drew, Voracek, Sean Couturier, any one of those guys, he's probably a 40-goal scorer. No, you can't. I mean, you can't. With, 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 such a, with such a drastic deal like that, though, I wouldn't want to take the chance of him being a, maybe coming and being a flop. Yeah, he, also, he also has That's a Blake right. Wheeler on that team. There are some guys on that team that are – Crucial to make a guy like him get those points, get those those goals up. You know, he comes to me. The problem with getting a, an all star player like him, like the difference between getting like him and like Johnny Goudreau is Johnny Goudreau is going to come, and we know that he's going to mess with the Flyers. We know that's going to happen. When you get Line A, you're, you're you're guaranteed some kind of fucking baggage. I'm going to say that. I'm going to leave it with that. It's it's with any kind of all star kind of kind of player you bring on this team because they're so you're going to be used to one type of one type of method one type of way of playing because they're going to try to think that they're the star player of the whole team and play and they think that everything should be above around them and where that okay you get the puck give it to me and pull a Faraby. A lot of the players like yeah. That's you how Faraby's that. playing right now. It's bothering the fuck out of me. I'm actually glad you brought that up because like. The only person, the only two people on the team that are bothering me right now is Farabee and Braun. Braun is literally fucking, like mm-hmm. Wade said, lost. He is lost, 100% lost, and he's slow as fuck. And Farabee is a puck hog that doesn't hit the net. Like, he did score. I'll give him that. And I know Wade was, was about to fucking bash me because he scored. <laughs> but I'm saying. <laughs> when, when you got someone coming up on your wing on the right side, and you could easily one time it to him, and that's a goal. That's a, that it was a goal four times in the last two games of him not passing it and taking the shot, and and he didn't fucking do it. So like when you're doing shit like that, you know that's a, I, I just don't like it. So continue, continue. I'm sorry. <laughs> well, we also we also in the same in the same mindset right there. We've been passing the puck way too fucking much through the middle. So I kind of like the fact that he's taking those chances on those shots because it's showing that, hey, I I got a fucking shot. You know, you just – I I think they need to do a little bit of, uh, more maintenance on the offense. I, I, I 100% agree with you. Uh, I think we're both kind of right. I think you may actually be a little bit more right than me. But um, not – the only the only defense I have is when you're in a game like that and you're down the way you are, you don't take chances like that. You don't pay, you don't shoot you don't shoot the puck at nothing. You pass it when you know it's open. That's all. But his, ah. his line of sight, he might have not been open. Ah, yeah, okay, you know, that he could have just figured that defenseman could have been, you know, maybe just out of his peripheral vision, you know, and he thought. Obviously, it's all wrong, but maybe he thought he could beat, you know, Tuka Rask or Halak over the glove side. All right. Well, chirping, I like it. I mean, TK missed the fucking net a lot, too, <laughs> during the Boston game. So, 
Which, which I like. The young guys are fucking firing the puck when they get right. the chance. I don't like this pass, pass, That's pass. The, the to Drew or to Voracek. You know, the pass, pass. Good on that. Yeah, um, I want to say this is like where I know it's like. Do you remember when I used to do with the when I was with you guys before? And remember with the little bit of history that we used to, I used to do. Sure. The Flyers history. Yeah, there's one thing that I'm going to do is like I'm actually I actually brought up two things. One of them is actually it's on this date where that the Flyers skated a two-one victory over the New York Rangers, and the second period it had a second period goal by Wayne Simmons and Jacob Voracek. But today is a, actually a Flyers birthday. Today is actually Bernie Perron's birthday. Wow. Oh. Happy birthday, Bernie. What was that saying? What's that saying? That, uh, yeah. Yeah. Was it uh, Bernie uh, G- Only Jesus saves more than Bernie Perron or some shit like that? Yeah. It was Perron saves it more than Jesus. I like it better than that. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. <laughs> But you know that's not you know that you know Bernie that's not really his real name. Bernie Ferrand is not his real name. Yeah, it's actually I forget what it was. It's Bobby Chief what the Taylor. <laughs> yeah, his nickname was Chief, but he was known. But his name was Bobby Taylor. I'm gonna be honest with you. I'm not even gonna dive into that because that just fucking blew my mind. <laughs> <laughs> I'm looking that up. That's fucking weird. Well, my my name's fucking Javier Pierre Gonzalez. I just go by Jesse Bell. Fuck. <laughs> <Pretty much. laughs> fucking weird. You'd be surprised. A lot of people do that because they don't like their real name, so they just go by as like a like an understudy name, like um, Dave Boreanaz's uh, father when he was with Six ABC. He went as Dave Thomas. Oh, you're right. That's right. I did. I actually didn't know that. Lindsay doesn't believe me that though. I've said that a couple weeks ago. Um, (laughs) That's Corbin. Happy birthday, Bernie. Kind of wish he was on. I don't want to crucify Hart. I mean, he's obviously doing doing his own, you know, upset. He's upset with him fucking self right now, you know. Uh, You hate to see your goalie. You You know, a lot of people hate to see to see their goalie do that, but I actually kind of fucking like it. It means that he's, he's not fucking, he's not dead, and he, he isn't that, he has a, a little mean side to him. He's not that, that innocent, nice little kid either. He got fucking pissed off, and he was actually pushing people out of his net and shit too, and they were getting in the scrum. I like to see that. Yeah. He, he needs to. He ha- like the, no, a lot of times he def- he w- tries to take the help from uh, from the defenseman and try from his guys in front of him, but you're going to have to do what you got to do because he has to – I hate to say it. I'll say it like this. He had to do his inner – become Bernie Perron from the inside and trying to push push them away and get them through or maybe be run Hextall. But I was just going to say, he needs to be wild. a little bit more Hextall because let me tell you something. <laughs> you cannot – He need, you know, that's, that's 100% right. And I know Wade's going to agree with this. You He needs to be a little bit more Hextall if he's going to come out of that fucking net and try to be a fucking all-nice player and not a goalie like he has been. He's been catching. He's been getting caught with his fucking pants down way too fucking much out of that crease. Well, he's doing that because the defense aren't doing their fucking job. I, I, I get it. I no. get it, dude. But, like, yo, man, like that one day that Crosby got on him, man, like, dude, stand fucking that. Like, I know he's trying to get the puck, but, like, oh. dude, like, that was just like, I know he felt that one. I was like, yeah, fuck that. But, like, he's caught. He, I know the defense needs to. I'll give it to you, the defense. It's their fault. But, like, you know, when you know they're doing shit like that, man, you just stand in that. Fuck it. Like, don't don't make that mistake. Yeah, like, I like the lines, how, they, how they're how they setting it up with everything else. But you, you're you being known as the number one goaltender, and you, you have to be able to push yourself to where that you do what you got to do to be able to win the game. Like, don't go back for the puck. If you see one of the players, if you see, like, the opposing player coming up to you, let the puck go and defend your net. Just stay in between the pipes. I mean, everyone's got bad years. I mean, look at, you know, Jonathan Quick, you know, Carey Price. Those those are, like, uh, right now, like, some of the, the greats. I mean, Lundqvist, you know, they, they all have bad they, – they've had bad years. I mean, it's, what's, it, what's it, his third year in the league? Second year, third year. So, I mean, come on. Yeah. 
or at least we're not bring, bringing up the damn freaking uh, universal universe study Bruskalov. No. No. <laughs> what uh? What do you what do you guys think about uh? You know, uh, them not bringing Warren up yet. He's did get the phone call, but they still decided to go with the Lions for the second what? game. He, I think he's there, but he's just not uh, dressed. So yet. he was scratched for the one game. What uh? Wait, I'll, I'll actually start this. I'll go with you. What do you? What do you think about them bringing him up? Do you think it's? Do you think that's a something they should still do? Yeah, but I think that a lot of players are looking at the way these refs are calling some some fucking stupid shit. They're like, "Oh fuck, you know, we're, we brought him up, you know, for some balls, and you got Kubel that's fucking just being. He just goes out there for one skate, and he's getting two minutes." I think so far this year, he probably spent more time in the box than he does on ice. Yeah. Because that's the way they're called. The, uh, I actually didn't even think of it that way. Um, yeah, I, I think that's the solution. The way that they're, the way that they're uh, actually um, policing everything. They don't even, when a scrum happens, they get those guys right there. They're using penalties as ways to get people off the ice immediately. So there's no, nothing happens. Yeah. Um, I'll go. Uh, let me go to Eric. What do you think about uh, bringing up Sammy Morn? I think it's a, I think it's a great idea bringing him up, and plus, even with him being moved over to the left wing as well, I think that's actually is a great idea. At least having a tough left winger. It seems like we're. It seems like we're having a have almost like Wayne Simmons back in the uh, in the lineup, where that he can he, like he does have an nasty one timer when he needs to launch that out. Like Simmons had, but we do need a guy. We need a guy up there to be able to, if he has to throw some knucks, be able to throw the knucks down. Because it seems like none of these guys on this team right now are afraid to drop their gloves because of either is it because of the COVID or they just don't want to do it and get themselves in trouble. Yeah, I mean, I think I think you're both on the something when it comes to uh, we need. We Eric's good with the uh, we need. You know, a sheriff. We need someone to. Enforce, uh, enforce the ice and police the the ice. But then, uh, with Wade saying that it may it may hurt us more than it'll it'll will will uh, be a plus for us. I, I think I think they're both right answers. I guess AV's put in a a, a pretty difficult position. Yeah it's, yeah, it's just the way that these refs are going these days. It's you see some games, you know, not really like the Flyers games, but you look at fucking. The Capitals just pumble the fuck out of Buffalo. They had charge, just sitting there taking free shots at. Um, I want to say it was Reinhardt, but I'm not 100 percent sure who was on the ice. Just straight up taking fucking sh- clean shots at this guy, and no fucking penalty. And yet you fucking see somebody that takes the fucking little carbon fiber hockey stick, and you barely fucking touch someone's ass, and you're getting called for a slashing. Yeah, that's it's getting ridiculous with that. We, even with like, even with the damn freaking uh, the fake trips, it's like you know, you notice some of the some of these uh, team players are actually like all they're doing is putting the stick on the ground and stopping with the puck, and all of a sudden they'll, they'll jump over and fall head first, and it'd be a tripping call. And mm-hmm. that's been being called a lot with the Flyers. About the one that was called on Carter Hart. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that was. That how was how can you how? Dude went through. How his can you crease. be in the crease and he goes down and butterfly and the butt of his stick trips the guy? That's that guy's fault. That's another reason why they shouldn't have made. They should. They should. I think they should enforce the crease rule still, but they won't. They just. I don't know that. That'll that'll take away from the scoring if they did that. Yeah, it would. It would help. It's it's gonna take away from the scoring, but it also would help us in a situation we wouldn't have got that penalty. Guys in the crease. Exactly. That's true. <clears throat> That's true. At first, I didn't even think that was going to be called on Carter Hart. I thought maybe it was one of our defensemen with the tripping, just to get him the fuck out of that crease. But uh, no, nah, it was it was hard to stick. How, but how about uh, them trying to get Provorov for uh, elbowing fucking goalie when their guy rammed him into their goalie? That was talked about that the co- the coach wanted him to fucking hit player safety board for that. 
It, they could have tried it, but there's a clean-cut case that obviously your fucking own defenseman was a moron shoving a player with – And then, and then gets over. cross-checked while he's on yeah. the fucking ice. Like, so that's fucking – yeah, that's a pedal. The first thing's a pedal, and the second one's fucking unsportsmanlike like conduct, roughing, cross check. I mean, take your pick. <laughs> and Pro- head, Pro- you know, does it. He plays by the rules. So I mean, yeah, Provi's a Provi's a pretty much a level-headed guy when when he's on that ice, and with with even with that, it's like that, it's clear right on the cap on the on the camera where that like, you see it, where that like, you see the defenseman right behind him pushing him into it, to where that like, they think they'd be able to battle that. If that's it should the one that should be fine is the one who caused the accident. To be honest, yeah, I mean, it's rough times. It's definitely rough times, and. It's we've done it before, but you know it, I feel like it's this is ha- this usually happens later on in the season, not at the beginning, and it's it's definitely there's a lot of things against the Flyers right now, and it's it's tough to to deal with that. It's very frustrating for for fans. I can I only imagine how the players feel. And yeah, I think it's a it's, positive note. Sorry, guys. It's alright. Sorry. Um, it's it's yeah. It's you got to think because right now they're so intense. Because you think, remember how the last time it was when we had the lockout and the t- and the season was so short. It was a little bit shorter. I think it was like I think maybe longer. I think it was like sixty games or forty to sixty games. And they they had to push it through. And then things started early, where everybody was hitting harder. Everybody was pushing you. You were getting more injuries on the ice in the first ten games. And this is what we're leading to now. Yeah, definitely. At least with the injuries. Hopefully hopefully we get over this hump with the injuries that we have and then everybody's like, you know, in tip top shape. I mean broken ribs, I mean, you can only brace yourself so much. It's bound to happen. Yeah. <laughs> Even like Joe Thornton, he tried to stay he was in shape all fucking season because he was even playing over the league and he suffered a, a rib injury as well up there in Toronto. It's just an easy bone to break. There's a lot of ribs being broken right now. <laughs> a lot. Like, <laughs> yeah, ribs you had, you even have a, uh, what is it, uh, ACLs, I think, if someone could put got broken? Well, on the fly. Um, no, I think someone else in the league. I think someone around oh, had an ACL tear, and I know in the Flyers, they separated shoulder. Else in the they can fucking die for all I care. <laughs> Are you fucking kidding me? I, I think I said I, I was so mad uh, during, I think it was the shootout loss against the Bruins. Uh, I forget which, which loss it was. They were a blur to me. But, um, they, uh, I'm not going to say why. But, um, <laughs> they, uh, I, I definitely wish that the fucking stadium would have fell on the fucking Bruins. <laughs> I haven't, I have absolutely no love for any other fucking team. Certain players, I do, I have love for, but yeah, not, not the Bruins. No, no Patrice Bergeron, Patrice Bergeron, I don't want him to die. But uh, everyone else on that team, <laughs> bite the big one. <laughs> Uh, before we before we go do anything else, I want to talk to uh, uh, I guess Wade or Eric. Obviously, you're gonna listen into. Um, so uh, I am. Obviously, we have Will Willie Guns on uh, our show last week from the Patterson Avenue Fanatics. The uh, I've been talking with their with with their uh, host Al. Oh no, wait, that's uh, Tommy. Uh, Basically, what's going to happen is, is I'm I'm going on their show this week. They had a show this week. Uh, they do it on Saturdays at like nine o'clock. Patterson Avenue Fanatics. They do a live show on. Uh, I believe they use Streamyard or whatever it's called. Um, they had a show. They do like they're mostly Phillies. I mean, uh, uh, Eagles oriented. They don't. They have a a Flyers thing. They're part of the EOP, I guess, universe you could call it, and. Uh, they were on there. They were talking about the Flyers a little bit. I was chirping with them on their live thing a little bit. And he invited me to come on, so I'm going to go on and um, basically talk to them about Flyers Alley. Hopefully, you know, maybe connect with them a little bit and do some Flyers talk with me and Wade on there. Uh, Eric, I could j- drop you guys, on you, you you and Paul, and the more show on there if you'd like. And I believe we're going to get uh, 
you know, we're going to have Will on a lot. Will, Will's going to kind of be our, our third wheel here at some point. He's going to be our, our guest guy for a while. And then uh, I think Tommy's going to come on and he's, you know, we're going to kind of try to maybe do some partnership type deal. So that should be pretty cool for, for the alley right now. Just want to drop them the Patterson Avenue fanatics. If you guys, you know, obviously like the Eagles and I believe they talk Sixers and Phillies. They kind of leave out the, the, the flyers like everybody else on the fucking earth does. But, um, yeah, they're definitely, they, they got their shit together. They're, they're pretty cool. So, uh, you guys check them out. Uh, I guess we should say, yeah, Al, Al's cool too. He's like the owner of the whole thing too. So he's pretty cool too. <laughs> but I hate that with some people. They always keep out the, like certain, like certain news feeds. They always keep out the flyers. Like even, even local news. They don't even talk about the flyers. You no, know, I heard, anymore. I heard it on MMR. Uh, at the big, it was the first time in years, uh, right when the season started, they talked about it was the Flyers' first game, and I haven't heard shit since. Uh, I think I, I was, I actually, the first time I listened to Patterson Avenue Fanatics, uh, obviously, uh, well, I know Will and, and uh, Tommy from Golden Crown New Year's Brigade, GC, whoop, and uh, they uh, basically, uh, they don't do the Flyers that much. And I was like, do you guys even talk about the Flyers at all? He's like, oh, we do it for a little bit. We do it for like, it was literally like three minutes. <laughs> so, I mean, uh, people, even even Walmart, Walmart's pretty good with it. But if you go like anywhere else, you'll see like the Phillies, the Sixers, and the Eagles ship, but you won't see anything of the Flyers. <laughs> It's, it's the same thing with not, with, uh, with local radio. Like even with with uh, the two sports radio stations in our area, they it's mainly Eagles talk and Sixers talk and Flyers and Phillies talk. It's like you get lucky, you get somebody to come on there, maybe three or four callers to talk about the damn Flyers. Well, like what Will brought up <clears throat> on last week's episode is, I think we think that there's more drama and shit like that that goes on in, in football and basketball, you know, with all the personalities and shit that goes on, especially with football. I mean, yeah, you know, like this year, the Eagles, you know, our first quarterback controversy since I can't even remember. Since, uh, what so, was it? Um, I think it was the last time I remember correctly. I think it's from after Cunningham left. It was like, that was like the last time they had a really big quarterback controversy. And then Vic, when Vic came in, it's like this one's the worst one. And plus, even with the coaching, trying to search for the coach and everything else, it's it's getting really ridiculous. I'm getting to the point where that I'm just, I've been turning off the radio, to be honest. Yeah, I hear uh, Deuce Staley's on his way out. He's actually you know. already is. Yeah, that, that was the last thing I saw before I went out to uh, to dinner. You know, uh, Deuce Staley was, was leaving since we uh, – our organization fucked him over. So, yeah, they they really really killed him big time. They, they he he even asked for his ticket out of there, and like he was supposed to, he was literally the last choice apparently for them to get the head coaching job. But I think the I think this organization just needs to be flipped over and sold, to be honest. But that's my opinion. Speak, speaking of uh, organizations and companies fucking people over, uh, is Hartnell down? <laughs> no, Hartnell was. Uh, I think they were letting Al Morgani cover the weekend. And well, let me tell you RC something. He's going to be during the week. I 100% was cursing Al Morgani out last night. I know he knows this shit about <laughs> hockey, but goddamn, dude, shut the fuck up. What are you, the new Millberry? Jesus Christ. He could call. It was a horrible game, man. It's like, it's like when, when I know they scored. And my app goes off to remind me like three minutes later. I'm like, okay, man, I fucking know they they fucking. I'm watching yeah. the fucking game. And then Morgani comes in at <laughs> post game. Man, they they just they lost six six to one. And did did, did you see this goal? Like, dude, go fuck yourself. <laughs> he he's the same way. He's the same way on the morning show. When I listen to him, he's always on the morning show and. He's the same exact way, and what's even with adding Jonesy to the mix as well. It's like Jonesy is totally different between the hockey world and then the news world. Like in the radio world, he's sitting there, he's laid back. He's like he can give two shits about anything. But if you put him in the hockey world, he's like like a Sternberg wall. Like he's a flick of the switch. Like he just turns are, are into you a like new cleaning? man. 
No, it's my it's my dog. She found out that she still has a bone and she's freaking out about it. <laughs> <laughs> we had this bone for fucking years and she moved one toy. I was going to say, it sounds like Eric at work. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> I, thought, I thought I was sitting there like, wait a minute, who's at my job right now at oh, this hour? Craziness. Um, <laughs> obviously, you know, the Flyers are in a kind of deep. I know you guys kind of got on the Eagles talk. I don't know anything about that. So, um, Flyers are obviously in a bad spot right now. I don't think it's a, a, a big deal. Like I said, with Myers and, but it, it, you got to get, you know, there's a lot of bad talk about ghosts, but I'll give, I'll tell you one fucking thing about ghosts. When they're on a power play and that motherfucker's playing the point, that puck stays in that fucking zone almost every fucking time. And mm-hmm. that was missing from the, from our power play. You know, just the fact we could be the team that if one guy's missing, you know, if everything falls apart, that that could be us. When, when we have everyone, I think everything will come back together. You know, Pasternak was fucking hurt, but they, they didn't seem to miss a fucking beat. So, so I mean, I think it, when everyone comes back, I mean, Myers is a big deal. You know, I mean, he's, he's a big deal. A lot of people were, you know. He's, yeah, he's more of a shutdown goal, uh, goalie. Defenseman that we that we missed and last night. Yeah, I think, really I think it's a big. I think it's a big thing. And yeah, me and Wade talked about it with Will last week about how you know I believe that the, the playoffs in the second round that was our preseason because we didn't get one. And to say that they didn't come out in a swing and they they came out to play, but they 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 got some shit fucked up right now, and they're gonna figure it out. Uh, I'm pretty sure AV showing a hole another a uh, second hole in their asses right now. So I mean, uh, I think the Flyers will be fine when everyone comes back. Everything will go back to normal. It's going to be a rough week. This last this week with Katoria Myers still out is going to be, it's going to be tough. But uh, we, but we also get ghosts back. Just getting ready to say so that, yeah. It, so it should be good. We should be good. <laughs> yeah, definitely. As long as as long as they can, if they can keep themselves healthy and. Don't call any kind of su- like stupid injuries, like the with the the one injury. I'm surprised they didn't call they, the, with the, that call with um, what was his name? Uh, the one that got got messing with, messing with the red, where he got he landed head that first on the that, ice. That was Friedman. Friedman. Yeah, I'm surprised. I'm surprised they didn't call like a like a call yeah, any kind of like that, roughing play was, on that one with him because that, that was, was kind of his got, they, they got tangled up. I, I said the same thing. It ends actually. My wife actually was like, uh, when the the uh, the replay came back, they they got it wasn't his fault. They got tangled up and he lost his balance. I I, I hate the rat, but like that wasn't his fault. <laughs> That's it. true. Yeah, even AV uh, said it later on that night. Is you know, it, it wasn't you know the rat's fault. It was <clears throat> they just were jousting and. You know, they got tangled up, and Friedman just decided to brace his, you know, self with his face. Yeah, is that, is that what ended up happening? Did he did he break it on the ice, or did, was it was that visor? It, uh, there's two different shots that you see. I mean, so it's, it's probably face plus nice. visor, but every, everybody knows how hard that ice. That's, is. That's, yeah. that's that's that sucks because you know the the guy that we bring up after our guy. Got hurt, gets hurt the night he comes up, and it's like, what the fuck is the the next option? What's uh, the next I was option? Thinking here? the same thing. That's what I was thinking. I was like, Jesus Christ! I'm like, we're gonna call up every fucking next next guy in line, and they're fucking going out left. That's good. He came. He came right back though. <laughs> At that rate, just put Sammy Moore. That's why I figured he was coming up. I th- <laughs> we talked about it. Hey. I was like, what? Well, Moore's next. Who the fuck else is there? <laughs> It's 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 kind of hard trying to figure out like who is next because you like but you if like bring it up like watching like I don't know how this like the three on three team is, is like playing like this is, like seems like a totally different three on three overtime team than it was when they had back in their little scrimmage back at the Wells Fargo Center Dead before it. the season it's like started. A clock, man. It's like a machine. You take one one cog out and it doesn't fucking work. That's how it is. I mean. Well, with the three-on-three aspect, if if Ghost was up there, it would have probably been G, Ghost, Connect and... Connect me, probably. Yeah, Vorchek or Kuea. Vorchek. But 
line two is Konechny at center <clears throat> with Hayes on the wing and Provolve. <clears throat> That's usually how their three-on-threes go. If they, You know what they could get away with this year because they've done it once already. What they used to do with Konechny in the three-on-three is fucking get him, break, break, let him fucking skate fast as fuck, long pass, put it in the net. Yeah. Yeah, as long as we can get it. Boston's Boston's a very defensive style team, and it's been like that even with uh, Claude Julien when he left. Just that organization is really I mean, they're good, they're, really good at defense. Right, or yeah, you can hopefully maybe <laughs> – <laughs> or maybe you can try with uh, we like what they did with I think before the uh, before we had that long break with COVID or have Provy come through just take it from skate take it from the back of the net from his own end and take it straight up and get a goal right into against Montreal what he did coast to coast mm-hmm. there's, there's a lot I mean we'll figure it out like I said I'm not, I'm not worried yet I mean usually when AV puts out a fucking uh, statement that says. You know, we're getting into the playoffs, like he said. It's gonna. He, we're getting into the. We're getting into the playoffs. <laughs> so I'm not yeah. worried about it. But you know, you're not giving it. No one's. You know, and that, I think it's that the, I'm on the last. The last page I'm on is the Flyers for life or whatever it is. And th- there's people on there, man, and it's 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 so hard to be a part of that group because they're just jumping ship already. And it's it's like it's game it's game six, guys. Like. Are you are you kidding me? Like we can we can get away with losing the next fucking six yeah, games yeah, and still be okay. <laughs> if we started the the season the opposite way, if we were on a losing streak and we still had injuries, I everybody would be myself would probably be saying singing a different tune. But since you know we have wins under our belt. Most of our top guns are fucking out there showing. Even even Limblom, he's looking pretty fucking good. I wish they gave him the puck a little bit more, but you know, beggars can't be choosers. But it's good seeing him back and, and jiving every every line that he's been on. I think he's been sitting on the third with uh, Lawton. Lawton looks fucking good this year. He's looking a little feistier and faster too. I gotta say, I like Farabee. I like how Farabee's actually coming along. Like how he actually gained some muscle, and with him doing that, they he, they said that he changed his number to eighty six now. And for him, I think he actually gotten a lot. I think he, for him, he got a lot more physical. He's actually a lot more visible on the ice with what he's doing from his improvement. With he's like saying with even having we having uh, Limblom back on the ice, having and plus having Patrick back on the ice. It seems like it's a different squad than we would have had if we had this squad going into the playoffs when it started off. Would this would would we would have maybe passed by the Islanders no. and actually made it to the next round? Nope. <laughs> yeah, they fucking yeah, always have a number. Had a number. <laughs> that that's gonna be the. It's gonna it's gonna come down to it for us because you know. I've watched a couple other games, and uh, all the team, every every team in our division is having the same problem that we are. So it's not just us; like people, are yes. lo- people are losing, and they they just really shouldn't be. Um, mm-hmm. They, uh, it's just it's just rough. It's just it's really rough. So um, it is. We'll get through it. You know. Well, you know, with this with. But the great thing is with the way that we're doing or what the NHL is doing is, you know, we got more fucking games coming up against them. So maybe we'll tweak, we'll tweak it a little bit, a little bit more. We'll probably get away from those stretch passes because it seems like Boston was just sitting and waiting for them and with the counter rush. So maybe I think we'll be all right. Yeah. Um, Want to take a, a quick second again to uh, tell you guys that uh, Flyers Alley is sponsored by Body Chillness. You guys get your uh, self care, your uh, premium hemp derived CBD functional mushroom blends. It's organically grown in the United States. You guys go to body bodycheckwellness.com, put in promo code Flyers Alley. You guys get your promo there. 
it's actually a good thing. It's actually uh, Lindsay's looking into that right now, actually, for anxiety. So, like, well, I I, uh, I use hemp bombs um, only because I got a fifteen percent discount. So, and I've been using CBD oil since my fucking doctor was fucking me over on not refilling my uh, my prescription for my uh, Zoloft. So I've been just doing. Uh, CBD oil. Yes, I mean, I uh, I think Eric actually did uh, after we first season did the interview with Kote, I think Eric looked into CBD for his shoulder, no? Yeah, and this, it actually worked. It worked out great with the CBD. It's almost like a CBD uh, like a lotion. It's almost like a, cr- like a cream, and actually you put it on any joints of your body, like you'll start feeling like the warm burning sensation and then it starts cooling off and it's like your it feels like your shoulder it feels like that joint it's like nothing was wrong with it like i i try the cbd oils where you put the drops underneath your tongues everything for just for pain and it works it's, it helps you sleep that's your damn short um, for getting the pain I, I actually contacted uh kote about it because you know lynn's got pretty bad anxiety and you know obviously you know she doesn't want to uh you know take anything she's breastfeeding right now so i mean she doesn't want to do anything that's gonna put the baby at risk and such so um i think we'll be ordering it after she's done with that but um yeah i mean i would like to use it but i operate heavy machinery so obviously i'm out of the question but you know i would like her to do something like that before she actually like wade was saying goes into like the pharmaceuticals like the the zoloft or you know something else that's that's like that i would like her to kind of try that first and plus you know, we'd be helping out Cote with his, uh, you know, with body check wellness. And I would like to help out the local business before we, you know, go into something serious. So, you guys, yeah, check that out. Everybody, even you, Eric, you know, I know we'll be listening to all our other fans out there. Go to bodycheckwellness.com and put in promo code Flyers Alley. Get your guys hooked up. Um, that being said, you guys got any loose ends you want? You want to add on here, Eric? Anything you want to? Maybe put your little put a little ad in there for your uh, more show or Eagles Nest. <laughs> um, I don't want to bring up one thing. I want to. I never heard you guys talk about it. What is your opinion on it? What are you guys thinking about the uh, the Lake Tahoe outdoor game? That the I'm mad as shit that it's so soon. I was literally gonna get my uh, father in law. I was like, oh, we're, we were gonna go, and then it, it's like what, February twenty first. On like a, I think it's on a weekend too, and it's way too close. I was actually kind of pissed off. I wanted to go. Because I actually thought it's like interesting. It's like it's actually bringing back old school hockey. It's where you everybody grew up on the ice near the lake, and how they have in the seat, how they're trying to set it up. It's beautiful. I think it's a fail safe for COVID. To be honest with you, it's definitely. Let's figure. Let's yeah. let's do this real quick in case we have to, and we know we can we can do it. Let's test it with this. I think it's a great idea, though. So I mean, it's gonna be a great game, obviously. Definitely will. And I want to start drop in with it with the with the more show. Uh, come and listen to the more shows. Like I said, it's it's all hockey talk. Nothing but hockey. I'm trying to tie in every all the different teams, different topics that is coming up. Like with NB, like with NBC is reporting trying to can- cancel out the NBC Sports Network channel at the end of the year, which is going to be the NHL and the NBC Sports TV contract expires at the end of the end of the preseason. After the postseason is over, but it's not much you can do about that and try and everything else. But with the more sh- with the Eagles Nest. If you love, if you like to hear about some sports with the Sixers, which we know very little about, know about to talk about Phillies, and definitely with my my buddy Paul, who is the inside of out when it comes down with um, with the Eagles. Come listen to us if you want to get all your information, what's going on in the city, and I definitely recommend you guys to listen, trying to listen into and all that and. Like for this, for me, for with with be on being on Flyers Alley, I miss being on this show. I got to be honest, I really do. It's uh, it's a, it's a, it was a necessary evil that needed to happen. That's all. I mean, everybody doesn't need to know any of the dirty, dirty nitty gritties, but I mean, you know, 
It is what it is. <laughs> but no, but yeah, you know, understandable. There's a lot. There's a lot of you know. We just like to keep it, keep it simple. That's all. Yeah. Stay classy, Philadelphia. <laughs> but uh, unless you guys got anything else, you know, uh, you know, everybody go check out the more show, you know, on Spotify, and you know, hopefully it'll be on all the all the other uh. Uh, platforms and such. Go check out the Eagles Nest on Spotify and Apple Podcasts and Google Podcasts, and yeah, you know, uh, support your local podcast. And uh, if, if you guys have anything else, we'll wrap it up with that. Eric, thanks for coming on. Uh, definitely hear from you again at some point. Uh, if we, hopefully, we have a playoff run. You know, when we do that, we'll definitely have as many people as we can get on. You know, we're gonna mix it up a lot. So. Hey, I appreciate it being on, guys. I actually really do. Thanks for having me, inviting me to come on for a show. I really Thanks do appreciate Eric. it. It's good talking to you again. All right, that guys, that's uh, Eric Moore, and for Flyers Alley, signing off. Way to Ruska. Have a good one. Later, guys. Hey, what's going on, everybody? Jesse here from Flyers Alley. Wanted to take a break real quick to talk to you guys about Anchor. Anchor is an awesome, awesome podcast app. It's the one that everybody uses to get their feet off the ground. Basically, all you do, go to your Google Play Store, go to your Apple Play Store, whatever whatever kind of phone you have, go to your Play Store, download Anchor. It's a basic thing. You put in an email, go from there. It's self-explanatory. After that, you basically make your show, has all the tools you're going to need, everything you're going to need. You can edit things, you can put sound clips in, you can put music in because it's actually sponsored by Spotify. So you can find things on Spotify that you want to use for it, like an intro or an outro, which is really cool and it helps us in the alley. Um, basically, all you got to do is do your show. Put things where you want. You can record anytime you want. You could have actually a release date on your recording. So basically you put, you want it on this day. And then it gets released a different day. That's awesome to me. I feel like it's awesome. We use it in Alley. You guys should too. Look it up. Couldn't hurt, right? Signing off. Jesse the Admiral. Take it easy, guys. Hey, what's going on, guys? Jesse here from Flyers Alley. I want to talk to you guys about Settlemeyer Skate Sharpening. This guy is the equipment manager of the Philadelphia Flyers and has been for the past 13 years. He also was the equipment manager for Team USA. If you go to the website SettlemeyerSkateSharpening.com, they have hats, they have shirts, any hockey accessories you want, need, or could ever ask for. They also obviously do skate sharpening, so... You guys need something of that nature? SettlemeyerSkateSharpening.com is where you guys should go. We'll do it in the alley. You guys should too.